So again, now a discussion of we're really limited in how to distribute uh, the Paris of Eretz as well. Again, there's nothing wrong with eating produce of Shvius. In fact, we learned that according to the Ramban, it might very well be a mitzvah say every time you bite into Paris of Very admirable. But the problem is that if nobody is harvesting in the right way, nobody could actually uh, distribute it for as merchandise. So by nature of things, most of the produce will end up just staying in the field. The fields will be mismanaged, and it's not a, f- a function of panosa or no panosa, but it's a function of having what to eat. Most of the population at soul will not have access, even if the fields are hefker, and theoretically anybody can go in. Most of us don't have the wherewithal to get to where they... Uh, where, the, where the stuff is growing. We don't have the know-how to know how to harvest, when to harvest. We'll destroy the fields also if we climb in and we don't, uh, you know, we don't know how to harvest. We'll destroy the field for future crops. That certainly is not what uh, is meant by So because of that, the Tesefta makes mention, the Chaznish discusses this extensively, the idea, what they call today, the, the term for it is Oitzer Beznin, which means basically that even though all the produce in Eitzvot, which has Kedusha Shvius, is Hefker, and anybody could go in, but in terms of representing the public good, Bezdin, the Kaya of Bezdin is, is that they have the power of attorney, so to speak, to represent all of us. And that's on any matter of the public benefit. In terms of us going into fields to harvest, to pick, and so on, anything that we need in order to live for the year, to eat, um, Bezin could do that for us. I'll quote the Loshan of the Tesefta as brought in uh, by Reb Chaim Kanievsky's Ogazun Zayn in his Derech Hamunah on Hilchah Shemitah V'yayimol. Shoninu B'Tesefta, B'Roshonah Yishluchi Bezin Yayishvin, the other Gisos Mechazvin, that they would travel around supervising, they would uh, they would watch al Pischei Ayorois. Call me Shemevi Peirois. Call me Shemevi Peirois Besoich Yodoi. Anybody who would harvest fruit. Noitle Noisimimene. They would take from, they wouldn't just allow people to grab uh, and hoard Peirois that are Hefker. They would give him the noislem and mozin sholish sudas. Mozin sholish sudas, enough for three meals, is Chazal's definition of basic rations. You're allowed to save, let's say, from a fire on Shabbos, mozin l'sholish sudas. So instead of allowing a few people that had tractors or a few people that are quick on their feet to go in and raid a field and take away all the apples, they would give that person who carried away a few barrels worth, they would give him enough they would put it in a big storehouse when the time of uh, for harvesting uh, came they would hire workers and they would they would harvest uh, they would harvest those this is exactly how you're allowed to harvest it's in the parentheses that's technical details that we're not so involved in right now they would turn it into te'enois. You see in the Gemara Bab Metziah, te'enois that are harvested, they then turned into a marketable product which people could eat. It's called a dvelo. It's uh, like one of the um, 
It's like they would put a lot of uh, figs on a on a tight ring. That's the, that's the way it was distributed. And then they would put it in barrels. They would store it. He gives mananovim. He says the same thing again. They would harvest the grapes and they would press them, turn them into wine. The Tesefta gives an arichus. The point is, is that it was distributed under the auspices of Bezdin. Not that Bezdin was taking bylaws. Bezdin was representing the interests of the common person. So Memele was mutter. That's not considered shomer. That's considered la'ochlo. The Bezdin could represent the people la'ochlo. It, it stops people from taking the stuff l'shomro, l'schoyro, and it makes the la'ochlo more accessible to those who really need it, to the avyoni amecho. Further along, he brings the Loshna contract that the Chazin Ish was misader uh, to make it right to Bezdin. And it says like this. The document that the Chaznish drew up declares plenty, plenty, plenty three respected Rabbanim to be the Bezdin of the ear. The first clause. The second clause. The Bezdin appoints so and so. This Mar Ploini was the farmer who had the vineyard in a certain place, and he was willing to go along with uh, being Sherev Shmita. So he was the shliach, so to speak, on behalf of the Bezdin, to distribute the assets that are in his field. That the fruit shouldn't get lost, ruined, spoiled, and such. Sif 3. The third clause, Hanal, the above-mentioned farmer, to take all these fruits into special machsanim shaloi, into distribution centers, into the southernmost room in his uh, storage facility. The fourth clause, it says the name, the place, where it is. Uh, the fifth clause, the the above ne, uh, above mentioned storage place is declared by Bezdin to be an oitzer Bezdin. The sixth clause, Bezdin is kaveya, a schar payment of one hundred and fifty lirot per month for the work. That means Bezdin is allowed to hire the farmer as their shlich. The fact that he knows the field. And he knows the produce better than anybody else. Certainly is going to help that the fruit should be distributed more equitable. Except that he's not harvesting it for himself, which will be L'schaira. It's being harvested by Bezdin La'achla. And they will pay him uh, whatever's needed to cover his cost. Not for the fruit. They're paying him for the cost of his labor. And for the expenses, of course. And for whatever work he has to hire. And so on. Seventh clause. Who's going to pay for it? The Bezdin. Bezdin doesn't have money. He's going to get that. He's going to recoup those charges by charging the people who it's distributed for. They have to pay the cost. That's where the Chaznish live. Signed by these three day on him. Zerchemunah tells us, you're not allowed to get regular payment, Rak Bezoyah says to be cheaper. 
going to charge for the esrik the same as you charge regular the the amount for the regular esrik it's going to look like there's no shviz so what has to be done is the price is lower the price is basically there to cover uh, costs workers um, if you need pests or whatever is necessary to keep the field going to produce a quality crop um Obviously, not a lot of work on the field, but whatever workers, whatever, there's certain, a lot of malachas that are just there to prevent the field from dying, from withering, from uh, getting destroyed by pe- uh, by, uh, by, by, by uh, infestation and such. That's your lad on Shviz. Of course, every single thing is a detail. We're not going into the malachas of Shviz Hamatoras Vasuras. The point is only, in terms of la'achlam la'adzchah, this is another way of getting a sregim. And a lot of the sregim you'll see come to the U.S., they're stamped with a seal that says this is from the Aitzah Bezin. And the price usually will reflect that. It's usually going to be less than, unless the shipping costs and such were, were very high. It's going to reflect, however, the fact that it's not only on eatables, it's even on Esregim. And that's the basics of the Aitzah Bezin. Ben Shalom should help us, we should be Zaycha. To be Mekayim, the Mitzvah Satluyas Baritz, we should be Zaycha. To live in the king's palace, to walk on the soil of Kedusha Sarit Yisrael. Lechom Ipiyam Lizbayim Etuvu, Wishbizaycha, Lachsa is Benoyam Hashem, Ulavaka Bechole, Agut Kebench, Dior, everybody.